0: Hello and welcome to the Football Parliament Podcast, your one-stop destination for all football discussions, debates and opinions. We shift our attention back to the Premier League and while the title race has failed to live up to the expectations, the same cannot be said for the top four race, with as many as six teams still in the place and only separated by seven points to earn a place for what still is the elite competition in European football, the UEFA Champions League. Today's video is going to be a prediction video. I'm joined by Chirag and Vedant and we're going to be predicting our top four in the Premier League, along with the Premier League player of the season, Premier League manager of the season, Premier League young player of the season and goal of the season. Welcome guys. Good to have you all. Thank you, Balash. Thanks. Gang straight in, Vedant, what do you think of the top four race?
1: I think Manchester City have already won the title, so they're the first obviously. Manchester United secure, secure the second spot and in my opinion, Chelsea will buckle up and be the third one here. So I, in my opinion, Chelsea gets the third spot and um, I think Leicester City will get the fourth spot because they have slightly dipped a bit. So yeah, I think they deserve the fourth spot. West Ham will go for the fifth one and
0: the table continues. That's a quite interesting prediction because you've gone for Chelsea over Leicester City which is against what the table suggests. Interesting. Okay, Chirag, what is your prediction?
2: Uh, agreeing with Vidan, Man City has won the title. Like No discussions. Man United will secure the second spot without any doubt. But with the third and the fourth situation, we have six teams competing. Leicester, Chelsea, West Ham, Tottenham, Liverpool, Everton. We all know Liverpool are the defending champions. So And also considering their fixtures, if I see, they're not going to face any big team except Man United in the coming fixtures. So, I guess Liverpool can get the third or the fourth spot. And being a Chelsea fan, I am doubting Chelsea because Chelsea are in the UCL semi-finals. They are going to play the uh, finals of the League Cup as well. So, they have a lot of big games coming up. Maybe the big game pressure will pile up and maybe Tukel Tuch- uh, has to rotate the score like the game he did against Brighton. And we might have some challenges coming up for this game. But I still say, Liverpool to go third, fourth will be Chelsea. And due to lack of experience by Leicester and West Ham, both will drop down to the Europa League spots. Arsenal and Tottenham will follow.
0: So, Chirag is gone for Liverpool, surprisingly, third position and Chelsea at fourth. Now, to be honest, what I'm going to be predicting is what I will be expecting and not what I will be hoping for because if that was the case, I would definitely put Chelsea in that third. But as Chirac very rightly said, that Chelsea has been more impressive in the Champions League and the FA Cup. And so much workload and the pressure has resulted in a lot of squad rotation as we saw against uh, Brighton. And Chelsea, uh, I think the attack is not completely sorted. Google does not know what his best 11 is yet. So for third place, I'm going for West Ham United because I've been extremely impressed by them. Uh, Jesse Lingard is the person that everyone's talking about. But I think the remainder of the squad, right from the goalkeeper Fabianski to the defence, which includes some very good signings, some talented players. We've got Issa Diop, we've got Kufal. Very impressive midfield. I think one of the best midfields in the Premier League. Chris, uh, well, is their left back, right? Right. Yeah. So, best time, I think, are the surprise packages of the season. And I back them to go for third place. Now, I think gap between fourth and fifth is going to be really, really less. But I cannot see Chelsea finishing in the top four, to be very honest. Because it's just... I, I, I think that talking about other competitions, I feel that like Chelsea will win the FA Cup. I feel that Chelsea might win the Champions League. I'm not commenting on that. It's not for that. But for top four, I don't think Chelsea is. Come on, Chelsea and Champions League is written in the stars. All the Chelsea fans know the coincidences between 2021 and 2012. I'm going for Leicester City as my top four. So on the fourth position. So that would be Manchester City, Manchester United, West Ham and Leicester City as my top four.
2: But Palash, you are a Chelsea fan and according to your possibility, are keeping your Chelsea
0: bias aside UCL next year. According to you. I never said that we won't have UCL next year. We will, but you know there's another way of securing UCL football next year.
1: And I, said, it. and I really said, it. it's
0: written in the stars. It's written in the stars for Chelsea to do a repeat of 2012 and Chelsea. Oh,
1: I think so, so, you're saying you're facing a side with full of veterans and legends, somehow you'll manage to beat them with a very weak I attack. Said, and you, said you're thinking spirit. you can also beat either of PSG or Man City in the finals. Yeah, that's
0: what I said. Yeah.
2: No, and Vedant, uh, just adding up the point, it will be such a good narrative. Perez started with the Super League thing. The first team to back out was Chelsea. Chelsea will teach him a lesson at the Bernabeu. No, Bernabeu
1: Bernabeu won't be used for this game. Because Bernabeu is under construction, right? Yeah, they they don't even play
0: at the proper stadium.
2: Still, Perez sitting in his room would be watching the match or in the stadium. I don't know if he will be able to sit in the stadium by then. But definitely, what a narrative it will be. Chelsea beating Perez, Perez league ending. Chelsea lifting the <laughs> Champions League trophy. Let's get back to the topic. I course. think Real Madrid really have a chance of Come having a trophy this season. Yeah. I think,
0: uh, so, this is our prediction. Again, Chirag, I think, could you repeat your prediction?
2: Yeah, it's, uh, Man City, Man U, followed by uh, Liverpool and Chelsea.
1: With Antios. Manchester City wins the title first place, Manchester United
0: second, Chelsea third, and Leicester fourth. Mine was Manchester City and Manchester United as Chirag and Wade Antikir. and I've gone uh, West Ham at third, Leicester at fourth, Chelsea at fifth, but in the Champions League next season by virtue of winning it this season. So now we're going to be discussing predicting uh, the other uh, season awards which are player of the season, the young player of the season, the manager of the season and finally the goal of the season. So Chirag, who... Or can you just list out some of the players who do you think could be in contention to win the player of the season? Say five to six players. Player of
2: the season. Definitely by stats. If we have to start Harry Kane leading the goals and the assist start, then we might have uh, the city players, not just one player, two or three players for city definitely can make into the list. Ruben Diaz, uh, the John Stones, rather, and also Gundagon, obviously, for his. Great run he had, and out of the box Jesse Lingard. If you want to, yes, continue. All right,
0: and who are you picking
2: for play of the season? I'll go for Gundogan. According to me, me? yes. Uh, in the starting of the season, Liverpool were running away with the title again. The Liverpool had a run that no one imagined they would drop points or anyone could catch them. But a run from Pep and his boys, where they went. 20 to 25 games unbeaten. I don't remember the exact stats. Wunderkorn was starring. Each week, each match day, he was scoring. He was on the scoring chart. That guy and that too, in the absence of a striker. When both uh, Gabriel Juchus and Aguero were out, even De, De Bruyne were, was not playing uh, enough matches due to his injury. So I think the only man he stepped up, he has been uh, in city for a long time. And this was the time. He's also not an uh, attacking mid that you can say he'll be scoring goals for fun. This season has been something very special for him and he deserves that, he definitely deserves that. 12 goals in 25 Premier League matches is something where he deserves to win the title.
0: That's actually very true. Kundagan is actually a very good shout and especially it will be backed by the fact that he will be a Premier League champion come the end of the season. So Vedant, who are you going for? With Premier League of the I agree with almost all the players Chirac said,
1: but one player he forgot to mention was Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes, he's played 32 games in the Premier League. He has 16 I goals. Said, I said player of the
0: season and not penalty take off the
1: season. Without. No, 75% of his goals are non-penalty goals. So, you can't really say that. that, that that's that's
2: an inaccurate in 25% actually,
1: are penalties. No, that's an accurate
0: statistic because it's, I it's not, literally it read it. You can go ahead and read it again. Fifty percent of his goals this season, which is eight out of the sixteen goals, have come from the penalty spot.
1: I can literally show you a screenshot which suggests seventy-five percentile or non-penalty goals. If you can see
2: somehow, that might be for the whole uh, season, not just the Premier League. Balas is mentioning we're the talk, Premier League. We're talking League. about the Premier League. No, this um, is the, the this is
0: the Premier League. Other competitions do not come in account. In the Premier League, half of his goals have been... Enacted. Anyways, like,
1: back to the question. We may continue.
0: Yeah. yeah, back to
1: the question with the players I pick up. Harry
0: Kane, Bruno
1: Fernandes. Um, I think Ruben Dias deserves to be in this debate because he's been really very good. In my opinion, he's the best defender in the world. Then Ilkay Gundogan, Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, that's about it.
0: And you've gone for Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. The one reason why I can see uh, Bruno Fernandes as a prediction, I'm not saying that he deserves to win this award, as a prediction coming true is because of the fan base that Manchester United possess. And it's obviously a worldwide fan base. And I think 10%, if I'm not wrong, of the awards are fan-generated. At least for the play of the month, it is fan-generated. I'm not so sure about the play of the season. I think it is. And... uh, on multiple occasions, it has been that Bruno has won the uh, Play of the Month awards. That We can say that he was not necessarily the most deserving candidate. But due to United's fan base, you know, the excess awards coming in there that he actually got crowned for the Play of the Month. My play of the season, without any doubt, is going to be high again. I mean, you need to look at the fact that Gundogan is playing for Manchester City. Bruno, slightly worse, but still a good Manchester United side. And Harry Kane is playing for a totally dead team. I can say that dead team, which has, I don't know what to say about Tottenham right now. I'm not commenting about Tottenham. I'm just talking about Harry Kane. He's got most number of goals, most number of assists. And I can say that he was playing in a below-par system with a below-par manager for most of the season because uh, the system that... Jose Mourinho was playing at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, was uh, tough for any striker, would definitely be tough for any striker. It requires versatility. It requires the all roundness of a striker. If you see any other strikers such as, you know, the top strikers, Hayekin is definitely in the conversation of one of the best strikers in the world. But if you see other strikers like Lewandowski or probably Suarez or Aguero, could they be that efficient in such a system? a counter attacking system, which Kane from defending the corner to assisting Son in the opposition penalty box. He was the one who was doing it all. So could they be that efficient? I don't think so. And that's why I've been mightily impressed by Hayekn. And I don't know if it, it's, it's a prediction or it's just a hope, but I really, really wish the Hyken goes on to win the Premier League. The year award.
1: The strikers you mentioned Agüero, Suarez and Lewandowski they've all played for a much weaker side before. Dortmund Lewandowski played for Dortmund although they reached the Champions League final but I'm talking before. Suarez played for a Liverpool side which was dead at some point and so did Agüero. He didn't always have the likes of Kevin De Bruyne or İlkay Gundogan or you know anyone say it at
0: City right now. Yeah, but the thing is it's not about the team. It's about the system. You know, Jose Mourinho's system in which counter-attacking, deep-lying system, yeah. do you think those those players were that all-rounded as Harry Kane is? That he, they would play that system efficiently. I mean, Kane could can be. play…
1: I think Lewandowski wouldn't, but the remaining two could. That's what I feel. It's debatable.
0: Yeah, it's debate for another day. But Chirag is gone for El Kai Vedant is gone for Bruno Fernandes, and I've gone for Haikin. We'll certainly revisit this video once the results are out. So now let's go for the young player of the season. I'll start with Vedant. One name. Start with the name Phil Foden. Phil Foden. Chirag. Mason Mount. Mason Mount. How am I not saying Mason Mount? The only reason that I'm not saying Mount is because I've been very impressed by Ruben Diaz. Uh, for those wondering, uh, the eligibility of the young player of the season is that a player must be 23 or under the start of the season. Thus, Ruben Diaz is eligible for the young player of the season. And I think he the kind of effect that he has had on Manchester City's defence, I think offence was always the more... Uh, powerful part of Manchester City's teams across the years, be it the Centurion team or the one that just edged Liverpool with the title. I think their attack was their main strength. But this season it's been Stones, it's been Diaz, it's been Edison. I think I've been very impressed by Ruben Diaz. At the start, I was not too convinced with the transfer fees, And to be very honest, at the start, I didn't, I wasn't aware of his age. When I got to know that he was actually this young, I was like, he is quite a good talent for his age. I think he deserves to be the young player of the year. Chirag, to be honest, coming from a much inferior. so Yeah, you go first.
1: Chirag, so, your point. Then,
2: oh, okay, let's start. Let, let's c- this guy is wearing the Chelsea jersey. He okay. does not have okay. Chelsea uh-huh. in the top box. Yeah. He is not uh-huh. having Miss Amount as his best young player. The guy who is performing. <laughs> I really want to know what a snake <laughs> is now. I swear Look, to
1: God, I've been wondering. Is... Even even in that combined 11, he didn't mention Kante for once. He didn't talk about Chilwell either, the first video which we made.
2: I think he is the snake of our house.
0: No, Listen, listen.
2: I he's keeping his bias aside,
1: aside. I, I just managed, don't understand
0: why. That Mount never happened before. Ahead. I managed to put Mason Mount in the team ahead of Luca Mont. Could you That's imagine because this is, That's because there were
1: a lo- already a lot of Real Madrid players and I was like, okay, let that.
0: That wasn't, it. it was a 2-1 two, two to one vote against you. Don't use it as explanation. But Chirac, could you state your reasons for Mason Mount as the young player yeah.
2: of the season? See, definitely. Like, uh, since the transition from Lampard to the Tuchel era for Chelsea, many counted, uh, many did not count miss, uh, on Mason Mount to go this big. They always thought he is just Lampard's kid or Lampard's son so that he is carrying his game or he is carrying his form. But definitely, the guy has shown he uh, in the Tuchel system as well. When Tuchel was not finding uh, three good attackers or the three main strike uh, attacking players, Mason Mount uh, took the initiative and uh, took in the role where he is trans- uh, helping in transition from the midfield to the attack. Chelsea, like in at Chelsea, no one is scoring goals for fun right now. No one is having more than ten or fifteen goals in the Premier League right now. But Mason Mount is a player who has the maximum work rate. He is being deployed in the most important position, according to me, because uh, the position he holds, he has to open up defenses, uh, carrying the ball from defense to midfield, um, from midfield to the attacking sides. Also, the uh, aura he creates uh, around his players, he has always uh, also earned a, like the Chelsea armband. Chelsea is definitely one of the best clubs in English uh, English history, and now he is holding the armband for that club, and he has earned that armband. It is not. Something that he has been the oldest at, year at 22 of years, years of days. age. At 22 years of at age. At 22 years
0: of
1: age.
2: Exactly, Palash. And also just Palash, if it's incredible, team. why aren't you picking him, Papa? Huh? Because, because, <laughs>
1: because
0: this is a prediction. This is not something that uh, I'm hoping for. And yeah. this is not see predictions. This uh, as I said, I don't think that the players I am picking necessarily deserve to win this. It's yes, just that Mason Mount is that yeah. kind of player that uh, will be rated by only those fans who actually see each and every Chelsea game. But most of the fans that are going to vote are going to be the ones that are actually going to just look at the number of goals he scored, number of uh, involvements, assists, and then we're going to end up not voting for Mason Mount. Chirag, actually, I know the reason, but could you tell our fans that uh, Mason Mount has actually had just 10 Goal involvement in the Premier League this season, but exactly. does that tell enough about the way he's played?
2: Uh, actually, he has eleven now, eleven goal involvement, six goals and five assists. And also, I'll just mention that uh, football is not just the game about goals and uh, defending or clean sheets, but also a game where the midfield or the uh, the possession game or the how you control the game is the main thing here. In today's world, you won't see players like are at the highest are giving the best in the work, attacking work rate or the defensive work rate. Uh, the When we talk about attacking and defensive work rate, either player has either a, a better attacking work rate or a better defensive work rate. But talking about Mason Mount, this guy has been like perfect in, uh, in both the aspects. You will find him at your own box defending, you will find him as a number eight outside the box trying to score a uh, screamer. Also, I would just say that he has delivered in big matches as well. Remember, I remember the Liverpool game uh, where he just one of the best goals of the league I would say or Chelsea's best goal of the season where he did cut in and got Chelsea those crucial points and helped Chelsea sit at a position where they currently are I don't know how much that guy runs on the field he definitely has the highest you know, uh, area covered or the minutes covered according to me so I think Mason Mount deserves it for the player of the year, young player of the year definitely, rest I don't know if we have snakes and our team.
0: How many years will it take him
2: to win the play of the year? Next year. Chelsea are lifting the trophy next year. Okay. With
0: Anthony, new... your, your points in support of uh, Phil Foden.
1: I think Phil Foden truly deserves the spot. He started 14 times out of a possible 24. Uh, he has a goal involvement of 11 and he's had 37 shots on target. He's highly versatile and he scores in big games. Be it against Liverpool, be it against Arsenal, be it against Manchester. No, he didn't score against United. Huh. Be it against Liverpool, Spurs, Arsenal. He scored Chelsea. against everyone. In fact, in fact, yeah, he scored against Chelsea too. And in fact, he's the reason why City are against tied against PSG because he scored that important goal against Borussia Dortmund. And uh, he's highly versatile. He can play on the left, he can play on the right, he can play Cam,
0: he can play central midfield. Good points. I think the fact that uh, Foden has turned up in the big games, uh, you've got two to three, maybe more, big six uh, clubs mentioned, even in the Champions League, is a good point towards him. I just don't think that he's been that much involved or has had such an impact at Manchester City as someone like even Saka or Mount have had at their respective clubs. Uh, Saka is overrated. Saka is overrated. That's what I feel. At yeah, for
1: Arsenal fans just
0: hype him over Too much. Ha, have, you been, being, have you been seeing Arsenal games? Because he's the only one who's carrying the team at exactly. 19 years of age.
2: Exactly. Carrying the good. team towards where Arsenal are sitting right now is because of Saka, according to me.
0: It's because of Saka, definitely.
2: So, now for being the young club time. season, Chirag That's is good. gone
0: for Mason Mount. I've gone for Ruben Diaz where I will be hoping for Mason Mount and Vedant has gone for Phil Foden. Next up, manager of the season. Three names. chirag starts, Vedant and then me.
2: Names. Oh, Pep, Guardiola, David Moyes. Too early, Thomas Tupil. Vedant.
1: olegana Pep Guardiola and David Moyes.
0: This is your uh, order.
1: No. Just saying. Three managers. Order-wise, order-wise, order Pep Guardiola, David Moyes and then
2: so.
0: Your order, Chirag.
2: Pep, Moyes and Tuchel.
0: Uh, I'm going to agree 100% with Chirag. I'm he's going to leave uh, He's going to leave Tuchel. He's going to leave again. Tuchel.
2: He's definitely
0: no. no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm. See, I want to include Tuchel but the thing is that It'll go against my own prediction of Chelsea missing on top four. So, if I expect Chelsea to miss out on top four, then Tuchel will definitely not get it. So, I'm going for Pep Guardiola. No, I'm going for David Moyes. I'm going for David Moyes. I, I, I think that Pep Guardiola is going to win it, but I hope that David Moyes wins it. Because, according to me, the probability of Manchester City at the start of the season winning the Premier League is way higher than West Ham getting to play in the... Uh, Champions League, which is something that I'm predicting. I'm also predicting a third place finish for them. Uh, The squad is decent, but I think David Moyes' man management has been extremely good and the development of certain players has been even better. The system that he's playing is benefiting each and every player. He's playing to the player's strength. I think there are some positions in the squad which aren't exactly uh, loaded with players, but he's actually, the system he's playing and the kind tactics that he's used is complementing whatever resources they have. And that's why I hope that David Moyes does win this award.
1: I think David Moyes' work as a manager is quite unappreciated and unrecognized. I think last season West Ham were 14th in the Premier League if I'm not wrong. Yes, something like that. Yeah, 14th or 13th. They were 13th or 14th and right now they're playing for Champions League football now. So, that's clearly a very big thing. Plus, he He's ignited Jesse Lingard once again. (laughs) We were all trolling Jesse Lingard throughout, making memes on him and hating him. Although his personal life was a mess and that's the reason why his career also went down the hill. But now, he's back again and he's scoring and assisting and being the key player for West Ham United. So, I think Moyes deserves to be in
0: in those three
2: reasons for Pep just, just adding, uh, David Moyes uh, and West Ham missed the championship last uh, last year by just 5 points. They were 16th placed and they were just 5 points away to secure a spot in the Premier League. And now they are in the cha- Champions League. Definitely he deserves that. But how can we rule out Pep? Like that guy is... Has helped the guy me. is playing without a
1: striker.
2: He is playing without a striker. He played uh, like half of the matches of at least 40 or 30% of his matches without his best player in Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, and we are talking about igniting the career of players. Who was even thinking that John Stones would be starting these many matches in, the, in this yeah. season? John Stones I, was... I know,
0: I'm Eric
2: Yeah, exactly. Leport along with Diaz or maybe the new signing in Ake. He was uh, very actually, prominent.
0: Even uh, Eric Garcia. So, these are the players that Manchester City have and yet John Stones is starting. John Stones has stepped up.
2: Exactly yeah. my point. And, but also mentioning about 2Kill. Last year, we had Bruno Fernandes being named in the player of the month category in the nominees for playing just half a month, uh, half a year, sorry, half a season. So why can't we have 2Kill? Like, that guy has not even conceded for long ages. I also don't remember when he conceded last, except the West brown game. Uh, also, like Chelsea <laughs> transformed Chelsea at a stage. Chelsea was lacking at the 10th or 11th position. They were near to the delegation zone rather than the top four. And comfortably, now, we all have Chelsea in the top four. Chelsea is in the UCL, considering we are just talking about Premier League. When you have to face great oppositions, and still you have to man-manage everyone. In a season where every three days, Chelsea is face, uh, playing a match. He transformed the Chelsea uh, the Chelsea lineup completely. Who would have thought Callum Hudson and Adoy would fit as a right wing-back? Or either Marcos Alonso can play for Chelsea in that Chelsea shirt again. After having nice. a conflict with his own manager. That guy has been amazing. And also a fact of reigniting the careers. Kepa has 5 clean sheets under 2 kill.
0: Kepa and actually has 6 team. six clean sheets in his last 7 games. Exactly. And, yeah, and those
1: Tuchel. 7 games were against?
0: Manchester City one of being one of them. Manchester Brighton. City being Brighton. one of them. The FA yeah. Cup,
2: right? Yes, exactly. Uh, again. It's a field game... Uh, the, the previous yeah we the... there
0: were there were four let, let me uh give him there were four Premier League clubs and two non-Premier League clubs. However both non-premier league clubs did manage to get some very good shots at target. Rather the, the best save that I think Keba made in this while was against Barnsley. So even though you might think of ruling out Barnsley as a League One Cup, it was one of the best performances from Keba because of some of the very good saves that he made
2: Exactly, in City game as well. If it was not Kepa, Chelsea might have not been in the final. It is just to say that Chelsea might not have been. Mendy has been excellent, but reigniting careers. Tuchel has done something. He has changed the system. He has taught the whole footballing uh, community at right now. Everyone knows three at the back is the best. Everyone is shifting to a three at the back. They are trying the three at the back because Tuchel is excelling in that. Not conceding goals for like so long is something that is unexpected. And I say, he is a contender for uh, Premier League manager of the year.
0: So, for the Premier League manager of the year, Chirag has gone for Pep Guardiola. Vedant too has gone for Pep Guardiola and I've gone for David Moyes. Finally, just the goal of the season. Needs no explaining. Just your favourite goal, who do you think will win the season? Vedant, starting with you. Eric Lamella versus Arsenal. Eric Lamella versus Arsenal. Uh, Chirag for you. Lingard versus Perth.
2: Sorry, versus Lanzini.
0: Lanzini versus Spurs. Lanzini versus Spurs. Yeah. I, I too will go for Lanzini versus Spurs. So, this was our predictions for the goal of the season. Vedant going for Lamela versus Arsenal, and me and Chirac going for Lanzini versus Spurs. Last minute winner. So, this will be it for today's podcast. Thank you for listening till the end. And for more top quality football content, keep listening to the Football Parliament podcast. Thank
1: you. Guys, you can hear our podcast on Spotify, also <coughs> available now. And after this video, you can clearly see the other three videos also on that Spotify podcast. Make sure to like this video, comment, subscribe, and let us know your views. Thank you.